Holly Hart. I'm Claire Kelly. Welcome to our podcast. This is Voice Notes. So today we are, uh, we're back after a little bit of a break. Mm -hmm. Summer Summer is long gone. And we're squeezing this podcast into the kind of window that we have between, I'm in the middle of settling my three-year-old into nursery. Claire, you're, what stage are your boys all at? They're all in school now. As of last week, I have no children at home. Yeah, so in Scotland, you started a little bit earlier back to school. We started last uh, last Wednesday. All the boys, uh, yeah, most of the kids went back last Wednesday. And my youngest started school for good. And for once, they didn't do the settling in phase, which I know you're in just now, Al. And yeah. I just put the kids in straight away, which has been absolutely amazing. Because we usually have that fortnight of two yeah. hours a year to, oh. And I remember last year, actually, your Adam being as excited as Abraham is about school now. Like he just wants to be in school. And today we got out of the car when I left him. He's only in for an hour today. And uh, he had his balance bike with him and he said, I don't need you. I don't need you. And I was like, there's two roads, mate. Like you do need me. (laughs) You bloody well need me. That's the thing, isn't it, about being a parent is that um, I read somewhere once that our best thing to do is make ourselves redundant. So okay. I think that's so true. So like as as my eldest walked off around the school today and I got a cursory sort of bye mom and a sort of a high five. I'm like yeah, kiss me. Uh, I was like, I'm doing a good job. Like I know. Well, I dump mine out me. like the um, you know, like uh, they call it the Chinese pit stop or whatever. And you yeah. Just, <laughs> kind of like that, except they don't circle the car. I just like everyone laughs at me because I just stop. They jump out. One climbs through from the back seat into the front. And then they go. But on that note of just you'd said there about making them redundant. I think like today we're going to talk about organization. Mm-hmm. Yes. I have my whiteboard handy. Yeah. So Claire sure. and I are pretty into whiteboards on the life front, work front, kids front, except that would make it sound like we do that all the time. Yes. Not really. She mm-hmm. sent me a, a video of her whiteboard two days ago and it was um be careful of the wasps from her clinic during like June wasn't it yeah yeah I had a wasp nest in June I put a sign on my whiteboard (laughs) went to clean it yesterday to get organized again so that shows you despite the fact I've been working all summer yeah we're just in September yeah yeah so yeah. yeah there's many things that we find um there's a few little tips I guess we can give people right no yeah I do I yeah we have we have a few tips sometimes I wonder whether and we are the right people to give these tips. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're trying to say there, Claire. Nothing, nothing now, nothing now. Chinese pit stop. Um, but, <laughs> but yeah, I think um, we are for everything that we have to do. Obviously, we have very distant, different businesses, which we've spoken about before. Yes. Um, there are definitely some key things, I think, that we have that mean that we manage to keep things going the whole time. And I think it's probably really quite useful. And perhaps sometimes there'll be things that I do that I don't realize the value of. Um, until I say to Al, yeah, you know, I'm doing something. And likewise, Al sometimes mentions something to me and I go, Jesus, that's a really good idea. Well, and that's the other thing I always think with you is I have now got Gemma, who is like a virtual assistant slash, per- slash personal assistant yeah. for me. And um, I feel like I do offload a lot of the admin side because mine is the, that's where our businesses are different. Like the creative side for me is like a, a big gap sometimes that just that needs my, me me in it fully yeah. um but then with yours like you do so much the admin and sometimes you find I think the admin a lot less overwhelming than I do like you're very good at just like structuring that I think a lot of my admin I have to do as I'm going on because obviously I have to be with my clients all the time and I have to do um 
because the thing is I don't have a lot of sales really because my work is especially if you come to me in the clinic it's then and there so there's no yeah. there's I only have a few clients who I have to invoice after the event yeah um and I just do that as a one go but that's that's the thing I, I do let slide though and I wish I had well both of us do have corporate me. clients though and that has been really nice to see that grow and I think that's from us being quite organized with that like figuring out a price figuring out our time figuring out travel um, and then following up with invoicing so we are similar in that way mm-hmm. yeah definitely is yours as corporate what way does your corporate fall in that's for work? um as it's in what do I do with them it's that's the Pilates yeah. so Plus, that's you know yeah. a couple of times a week going in seeing them for that and um yeah so it's it's like you say it's finding the organization and the time to get things and figuring out but I think a lot of that you learn once you're in the mix of it mm-hmm. and this is one of those things I think when we're growing our businesses and finding different areas of it is you can be as organized as you like but you have to put yourself right in the mix otherwise yeah. you just you don't know don't know where you're at really yeah and then you go ah oh, yeah that's what I should have done And then the next time you do it. Well, that's true as well. And also like the kids, it's like just trying to fit it in around, you know, like at the minute, like homework started yesterday. Um, And because I'm the one that's here with them, it was trying to make sure that I like knew what we were having for dinner, but also knew that I could set my work aside while they did their homework so that I was present in their homeworks and just hate homeworks. Yeah, we our homeworks have started too, but they're not as intense. Well, why? Because Elijah's just a little bit older. Yeah, he's 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 ten. And um, so, tell me about your summer. My summer. Oh, my summer. Well, my summer was mostly spent. Well, Christopher was away, yeah. so um, solo mummying. Um, it's good busy. I worked through the summer, regardless, because um, girls got bills to pay. Uh, but you know, chilled. Lots of stuff at home. Lots of yeah. playing out in the pool, going to the beach, just yeah. nice and relaxed. Bit of a homebody. Um, and your summer, Al, did we, you turn out <laughs> at home? Just was it good weather in July with you? We had gorgeous. We had about 10 yeah. days, 10 days of hot, hot sun. Which you can kind of nearly cope with, can't you, whenever it's like nice out. We, like in Northern Ireland, we always say, you know, would you want to be anywhere else when the weather's nice? And it's true. You really don't. You yeah, love it. It was beautiful. Being in the garden was just the dream. Just the yes. dream. Well, yeah, we, we, I was away for um, just over five weeks. <laughs> <laughs> sounds so I don't think our summers could have been more different <laughs> it sounds so um extravagant um the reality was and because this is not my um business podcast I can share um and it's mostly parents mothers will understand so Abraham didn't care if he was in California or if he was in East Belfast like he was <laughs> with me for three weeks on my own and was a terror like last night I could hear Michael putting him to bed and he was kicking the door screaming get out don't touch me like all of this like not brushing my teeth and it just gave me this flashback of being in the states with him like being in Oakland in a friend's apartment which is tiny um but beautiful and uh not tiny it's small uh and you know you don't have a garden to throw him out in or and there's people above you and there's people below you it was uh, yeah, it was brilliant to be away, but mm-hmm. um, he is not much chat at a restaurant. Um, <laughs> he is pretty hard to keep hold of in a very, very busy underground where there's heroin addicts at oh. eight in the morning. And the best was, I was listening to one of my podcasts and we're talking about Oakland. Um, 
one of the guys I was interviewing on my podcast, um, how to build a creative business. And there was a homeless man got on to the, the BART. So the BART's like the train over there. And um, I knew, like, there was nobody else in the train, only me and, like, one other woman. And I knew that he was pretty harmless, but I knew out of all the seats he was going to sit beside me. So he sat beside me. Abraham was in the buggy. I had all of our crap with us. Like, basically, I traveled and it was just so sore all the time. So I had, like, a car seat on my back, had a big suitcase for all of our stuff for five weeks, then had my hand luggage, a minion bag for him. Anyway, blah, blah, blah. So this guy sat down and he had, like, a big beard. And he had white stuff on his beard. And Abraham was like this. He's he looks like Santa. So I he sat there for a while, like literally like touching my leg. That's fine. I didn't want to jump away. He stank, totally stank. So about four stops in, a few people got on. And then I could hear him say, excuse me, miss, excuse me, miss. And I said, yeah, yeah. And he said, "If you could you spare any change? And I said, I, I couldn't, but I can give you something to eat. Um. And that's when you know that it's like just someone who's genuine. It's not necessarily an addict or that's what you assume. So I gave him Abraham's popcorn and Abraham went mad. Like Abraham <laughs> just took this proper toddler fit was like, give me my popcorn. And then he was like, there's biscuits in there. So there was like two biscuits. And it was so funny because his homeless man was so hungry. He didn't give a rat's ass about Abraham. He just like threw the popcorn in like, chin back like throwing it in his mouth while this toddler's going mad and then gave me back my Tupperware at the end was like here you go miss so it's basically that thing of like Abraham just he'll not care he doesn't care but no beautiful beautiful scenery my boys were at a camp in upstate New York that's the reason we did all this we separated as a family um if you work there the you get the kids get to go as part of it for free rather than being very expensive so my husband loved it. He's a teacher. He's used to that kind of living life by the bell. Um, yeah. So it's great. It's good. Oh man. Well, I was obviously I was talking to you when you were gone and like following on your Instagram, and I was like, yeah. oh my gosh. But it's just it's, it's that thing, isn't it? Just um, the perceptions. Nobody knew Abraham was having tantrums at homeless men. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, and that's not the sort of thing. Like certainly put on like his tantrums and ever I put out one when we were on like the pier at San Francisco and he had had such a bad, bad tantrum he just like threw his own buggy over and sat under it um, and I did share that which got because people know his like I don't mind sharing his personality but people thought I, he was an abandoned child because I sat kind of far away enough from him but it, he didn't realize if he looked just up in front of him there was a play park but he wanted to go back to the amusements like he loves amusements <laughs> He doesn't do anything. He just loves the shiny lights of the amusement. And I was like, I'm not spending my day in San Francisco in the amusement. So anyway, I just felt like, don't what is it? Don't argue with terror. Don't negotiate with terrorists and toddlers. I always say, don't don't fight with stupid people. But yeah, don't negotiate with terrorists. Well, that either. one. Are you trying to say my son's stupid? No, no, not at all. <laughs> anyway, it was brilliant. So good. I painted every day when I was there. Um, at the last nine days, a friend of ours gave us their apartment, which was actually gorgeous. Again, like fraught because by that stage, it was five of us in this. It was still, pardon me, a beautiful apartment. But like they want to be outside playing soccer and football. So um, we took it in shifts. and But it was brilliant. It's really good. Just good. I, I feel like I, I need to be away. I want to get away to Northern Ireland sometimes. So that helped. It's just nice just being away, isn't it? Like we, I was obviously home flying solo here but it was it, the summer felt this year like such a long summer and I don't sure did 
but not in the the draggy sort of when will this end way like mm. now the kids are back to school I genuinely wish like can I just go up and say to the teacher he's got a dentist appointment I know take them out for a day with Dr. Fun you know I just want to go and do stuff with them like I miss them so yeah much. well oh do you oh right okay I'm not at that stage yet um the thing as well is like with the summer and especially when you're away you always think like how's this different from home like this is only different from home because blah 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 but the main thing for me when I travel is I, I drove when I was there so I drove through New York City and up about six hours north and I had the car when I was away but I don't at the minute when I'm home all I do is drive and you're the same yeah yeah I'm a city but you're you're you have to drive like 20 minutes before you see a human being don't you <laughs> <laughs> it's not not quite as yeah okay yeah I mean I'm I'm a good half hour from any well from a Starbucks you know yeah yeah um, yeah I'm, I'm quite quite far from from things but yeah we're driving constantly Yes. So that's what I find like you just that is exhausting in itself. That thing of just constantly in the car, out of the car, drop off, pick up, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then there's a lot to be said for routine. But I feel like I'm trying to start the year off being organized. Mm-hmm. How are you I, doing with food and everything? The kids. I'm, I'm awful. I hate it. I hate it. Mm. I hate every day thinking I have to cook something else. Yeah. Last day we actually did, um, I bought like, you know, meat at the butchers, which was like a, you bought three for whatever. And last night at like nine o'clock, Mike was like, I'm actually going to bed. And I was like, really? And he said, oh, I forgot where we're going to make food. So I'd like used, I made us frittatas to have like with leftover veg from last night. And then he made spag ball. And you just, it's amazing how organized you feel <laughs> when you you've do, got that. You just know yeah. what you have to eat. Yeah. I started over the summer getting our food shop delivered um mm-hmm. because with three boys I was not for driving into the supermarket and Most, you like I find like mine think what they're going to be like when they're older like all mine do is eat at the minute all yeah, the day there's nothing that I I do now have secret food hidden in the house just yeah. because like I'm never I never get to eat this is the thing do you always eat I don't always eat because well, there's you know nothing. I do I'm good to myself like today I was thinking I've already had porridge a frittata a protein bar it's only 10 to 12 let's get going I mean, I had after swimming because I was ravenous. I did. I mean, I said I was full after the first haggis and black pudding uh, muffin, but I managed to be a strawberry tart. Um, haggis and black pudding muffin. I ate like like a savory muffin, not like a sweet muffin. But what's it like? Oh, it's so good. Is it? Yeah. Black pudding and haggis. That's like all the guts in one muffin. Yeah, but when you put it like that, it sounds horrendous. <laughs> <laughs> what do you have it with? Brown sauce, man. wow okay good when you come over we'll have some well I was talking about this to one of the guys I cycle with too about how um the best was whenever you'd started cycling again um before the summer and you were like yeah yeah let's do a cycle and I was like I really want to find somewhere you know some good hills you're like oh no there's lots of flat there's lots of flat (laughs) (laughs) we're not gonna cycle I'm coming over to do a challenge I know there are, well, I am getting better at hills, but I've not been on my bike since before summer. And again, it's just because of the boys. Um, what not about the fitness? That's one thing you are organized with. I think both of us in our, even though we're very different, mm-hmm. I think that uh, I will always make my fitness, I will always organize my fitness. I think I agree with you there. Well, you see, I'm very running cool. a thousand days like you have. No, wasn't that wild? Mm-hmm. Today is 1,007. 1,007. Crazy. But I'm lucky. This is the thing is I'm so fortunate. I have a gym in my house. And yeah. I have this because I moved everybody else's crap out of a room. And I said, this mm-hmm. is for me. 
And um, I think that's one thing. Somebody, I did an interview once and the woman said, do you think running is selfish? Um, which I thought was a weird question because she was interviewing me about me doing marathons. And I was doing 12 marathons in a month for charity. Right. And I thought, you're asking me if it's selfish. Not really. <laughs> I know. I feel like uh, the driving force is, yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, she, in the same interview, she also asked me um, who looked after the children while okay. I was so my jaw couldn't fit the table at that. And I was like, I don't know why you're asking me about childcare. But anyway, that's yep. the topic. Um, yeah, I, I probably have quite selfishly taken a whole room over in my house. Because as you know, I'm a good half hour to a gym. Mm-hmm. At least. So um, so that's how I managed to fit my my runs in. But the kids were ace over the summer. They would say, you're going for a run now. And I'd be like, yeah. And they said, inside. Aww. I was like, well, inside, because you guys are here. <laughs> Well, also you're forgetting those days. It was quite cute. You'd put them like on Strava, which gauges all of our running, cycling and swimming. And um, I think you were like, one of the days was like, whenever you have no choice. And obviously the kids were just in one spot and you were just running circles (laughs) to make like a mile or something. It was like, oh, Claire's just running literally around these children as they played something. But so like, it's not like you are what I'm trying to say there is that's not really selfish that's kind of like making it work yeah yeah you have, I think if you really want to make it work you have to yeah like, like even the guys I stick with be like uh what does your husband think of and I'm like really are you asking me this right now I'm out and it's 6 a.m on a Friday morning and I have to be home before all of you guys so that my husband can get to work like that's how I make it work yeah yeah that, like, that's how we get it done I time. think that comes from a place though and again because you know, maybe no one will listen to our podcast and it feels like I'm just talking to you. Um, <laughs> I think that comes from a place of maybe jealousy from people. Like, why would anybody ever need to say, uh, you know, you know, oh, your husband must be really good. Or how do you do that? How do you know that you do it because you do it because you get yeah. off your ass and you do it. You set your alarm for 550 and you do it. Yeah. You just get it, get it done. Mm-hmm. I think I don't know. If, I want to say I don't know if it's maybe it's jealousy in some ways. I so that it's just like a lack of understanding or just a totally different mindset because I don't understand the people who go out and get absolutely hammered not yeah. that I drink but do you know what I mean like yeah. and I can't understand people who'd be like oh, I'm going out and I'm going to waste my Sunday and I'll be in my bed like I just I'm like uh-huh. what I can't even get into that mindset where you think that's okay but I was always like that even before I had the children because a few people have said to me oh it's just because it's you're a mom now and it's like, yeah oh, I just never really like wasting my yeah, actually, someone said to that, but to me, whenever, because that was the one thing I really struggle with with traveling. Another, another one of the many things in my glamorous life was in the three week period, I got three runs and away from Abraham. And it was a kind of an insight into what you have all the time when you have the boys and Chris is away working. Um, but it was that thing of like those 30 minutes meant so much to me. But someone said, like, when did you really get into this? Was it like after the second boy? And it's like, no, I was still, I didn't have the same organized, like, uh, ethos about it all, but I still would have been the person that when it was raining at university would have gone out for a run with my big, you know, CD player in my back pocket, and oh, yeah. over, you know, those headphones that curled around your head. So I, it's not a new thing for me either uh-huh. that I love to get endorphins from moving my body. And it's simple. That, and I think I know for a lot of people, they do use it as a um, anxiety and depression control. And I'm not one of those people. But I think as it becomes more popular, that seems to be a way that people perceive it. So they say, oh, do you do it because of this? Yeah. Um, 
and it, and it's there's certainly it, a part yeah. of that for me but yeah, but the thing is, yeah. and I, I have noticed myself over the summer, I'd be like, I just need to get my run done. And once it was done, I was fine. I felt like I was a much better person, much calmer. Yeah. Um, but for some, for a lot of people, it's just a case that you just really enjoy it. And it's nothing to do with being a mother. And it's nothing to do with, you know, having a rough day at work. Sometimes you just really enjoy it. Yeah. That's I nice. also am really in a rhythm at the minute. Like today, I was awake at four in the morning this morning. I was just worried about stuff. Stupidly lifted my phone. I was still awake at a quarter past five. I knew my alarm was going off after six. But I managed to get like a half hour sleep. Um, and I knew that I'd like organized all my stuff was sitting out ready to go. Like I literally get up out of bed and I step into my clothes and I brush my teeth. And I used to not wash my face. But now that I do, now that I don't have uh, fake eyelashes anymore... I do wash my face <laughs> um, and spray a little deodorant and go. I've got into this like habit, but I did not want, I, I did waken up. I did have a sleep. I did waken up. Didn't really want to do it, but I do think it helps my day, you know, because someone that we were away at the weekend and one of the girls was saying, like, I don't know how you even like organize. She has three kids too. Um, and I was just talking to her a bit about with my heart at the minute. I just feel like overwhelmed. I hate even using that word, but I do feel like things are bigger than they need to be at times. Yeah. Um, I don't like planning. I don't like, I don't know. There's a lot of things that just eat into it. So I was telling this and she was like, well, I get overwhelmed and I just have the kids, never mind thinking, how do I drive a business? How do I show up to work every day? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I do think that the, the being organized with the fitness thing just feeds into my day. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I think I, I like to know when I'm getting it done. Like I've started swimming now. Um, I say so, I've been twice, but that's more. Right. Yeah. Um, and just knowing that I've done that in the morning is, you know, it's that thing where you just know you have to get done. Later on, I've got to do a speed session for this marath- half marathon training. I'm doing, yeah. And I don't quite know where I'm doing that. And that's kind of bugging me a little bit because I just want to be organized and, and have it done. But also, do you put the kit? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Also on. And um, also, I think because of how I work in my business, because it's sort of sessions here and there, and I've got so much catching up to do over the holidays. Um, I just it's, it's getting back into the rhythm, isn't it? That organization, and that's yeah. why I back my whiteboard yesterday. So it's, it's feeding these things in, and I probably am taking on more because I've decided right, I want to follow this half marathon training plan that's going to be yeah. really pushing me. Um, so I think, well, why did I bother doing that? And like this morning when I went swimming um, last week, because I'm such a good swimmer. Uh-huh. Um, I you're not a bad swimmer you're just getting I mean I'm not a great a fears I mean we could do know, a podcast on that facing your fears I've written that down here while we were talking okay. <laughs> but yeah my last week I went to the pool and I swam breaststroke with my face out of the water and my face went in the water twice because I don't like that because I panic so this week I decided so I bought a pair of goggles and I thought I'm gonna swim with my face in the water um and I also decided to try front crawl this week and I did that and then I think mm-hmm. this is so typical me because I've just figured out one thing and then I flung everything else at it. You know, it's on like that note, um, before we started recording, you were talking about um, ear, uh, your ears getting things. I use earplugs. I might and get like them. I um, was going to sea swim there in Donegal, but I had no earplugs. And I knew, you see, when the cold water gets in here, it's really bad. But even for the pill, it's changed, it changed my whole swimming. Al, I still can't really hear. I've been doing that bouncing thing you showed me. Yeah. Well, the um, you're saying there about the oh the kids do you set out their uniform I set out their uniforms the night before too um I used to um they do dress themselves mine but like because I go to the gym in the morning and I'm not here for them getting dressed I like it to be no I I say that there's you know two nights in the week I don't touch their stuff it's just yeah I mean I I 
do, but my children are horrendous at putting their clothes away. So I do all the laundry, put everything in baskets, but I'm like, once it's in your room, kids, it's your responsibility. Yeah. So they pretty much have uniform right next to them, just in a basket rather than the drawers. Oh, minor. That is so like our, like I went through a basket that I have down here for the, the dirty shoes, but it, it literally, it took over a second laundry basket. So I had two baskets and I, you know, I like to gut out. So that's another thing we could do. Cleaning out your life, cleaning, cleaning out, gutting out. Um, the I took like a load of them just to the clothes bin and whatever. But I, my kids are like, well, why, why would I hang my shoes in the back of my door in the thing that you've given me? Whenever I could just throw them in the basket downstairs, and that's easier because I can wing them at it. So yeah. uh, we had to talk about the basket and how it was only for dirty shoes. And we have a lot of uh, when they come in the door, I might take up because I wear a no house, no shoes inside the house, which is a great idea. I need to do that. Just, it just makes it easier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so if you take your if you take your jacket off and your school bag off and put your big bag down and take your shoes off as you come in the house, when we leave for school the next day, you should find everything as you. I know. I know. Never. One of my sons in particular never has both shoes ever. You just think how. I know. And it's just, but it's like, it's, that's like basic organization. And I think if I cannot get this into your heads, lads. Yeah. What hope do I have? Oh, like even I was saying to them, like, I want to go to the toilet and not to have two different novels there that they like to read whenever they go. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to rip this page. And I ripped the page that even come and get there. They're like, why would you do that? And I said, because I don't want to read about Movich or what, um, the guy who's the kind of smaller guy. And he. Messy. No, 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 no. That's another small guy that you like. Um, no, he's the one, Movic, uh, what do you call him? It's the one from Ukraine or whatever. Came to football late, World Cup, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, Modric, 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 Lucas Modric, Luka Modric. They'd be so cross at me not getting the name right. But they can't, I'm like, if you can't even like finish the job at the toilet, like finish the toilet job and take a book back, how are you meant to function in life? Like, you get things done. This is, and I always, I, I look around my house and I, when I was in that personality test um, earlier, some of the questions were, do you leave things lying around? Mm-hmm. And I think I probably do, but I get so annoyed because I hate things everywhere. And maybe it's just a phase in our lives we're going through. Maybe it's just going to pass. I feel like it makes things messy. We call there's a thing, a term called dropsies. Yes. So it's like, sometimes all you want to do is just pick up the dropsies. And even I'd say to Michael, you can't hoop in that floor if you haven't picked up the dropsies. Yeah, it's the dropsies that make it look worse than it actually is. Yeah, I'm always saying to the lads, I'm like, stop giving me more work to do because I want to hang out with you. I want to play Minecraft. I want to. Well, I don't really want to play uh-huh. Minecraft, but I will play Minecraft yeah. if you stop giving me more work to do. Um, yeah. did you do you give them each a basket of clothes? Yes. All right. We used to have that, and I probably need to bring that back. I just didn't have space after a while, but that's yeah. very good. So when they're clean, they go in their basket, and then you send their basket up. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Easy. I say easy, but do they get it done? Let's finish with how you organize odd socks. I have a song about odd socks and it oh. goes like this. Socks have feelings too. Socks have feelings too. Because basically I said to the boys, these socks are so lonely because they just get left around. They've got feelings too. Uh, I'm going to post on our Instagram um, my sock organization and it will make you cry. Because it's so good. No, no. Oh, no. okay. My soul dies, dies. Yeah when I look at it and then the, it's not just a regular size laundry basket we have full of odd socks it is like a super deep well I'm glad to hear that because I have three oh. different piles there's one in the utility room now there's one at the top of the stairs in the unit and there's one in the the white unit in our bedroom and I was like how does this how does it socks happen? have feelings too Claire they Indeed. really do 
Fox have feelings too. Yeah. Get the boys on board with it. My boys say, they just, I'm like, you can chant it at me, but you've got to follow through and like go and find that odd sock. And then even whenever we were with friends and Donegal at the weekend, and they just like, they were, they were saying the same. They just find these socks, kids' socks, their kids, our kids, anyone's kids, single socks. socks. And the thing is, I don't really wear socks that often, apart from with my trainers. Same. Through, obviously, it changes. Yeah. But I'm not, so I, I know I'm not part of the problem. I'm not to deny or, you know. Yeah. It's not me. Um, I wore your socks for a while. I remember, you left a pair here. <laughs> we're so close. And every time they were, I put them on. They were like really proper fluffy running ones. They were good. Yeah. Well, good to chat. Yeah, nice catching up with you. I know. And then will we maybe do our? So Claire was talking there about the personality test, which yeah. we thought would be really fun to talk about because we are such different people in many ways but obviously alike in many ways too um um we've never done that one i don't know the name of it There's, i'm sure people miles, listening the miles briggs test there we go might be yeah. Thanks. something like that he's the one that does if you're an introvert or extrovert yeah and then the different yeah. numbers in the scale because yeah. the friends that we were staying with over in the states like he's always really interested in that you can be like a three or a ten and whatever so we yeah. should maybe do that next time and then we can give it to people to also the link to for them to do the same yeah, see what they are, because um, yeah, the personality just shapes so so much of what we do, doesn't it? It does. Everything. Everything, right? Well, Al, it was nice catching you. And you. Thanks everyone for listening to Voice Notes. I hope this uh, makes you realise that everyone is living the crazy life, and that socks have feelings. <laughs> socks have feelings too. <laughs> I tell you, that's going to be the chance of this. Right. <laughs> have a good day. Good evening. Good week. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.